Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Recently, our company has been doing a tremendous amount of work in emotional intelligence. Now, myself, along with my fellow teammate, Coach Stephanie Strupp, we are certified EQI 2.0 MHS practitioners, and we got some of the best training and coaching from Ed Hennessy out of Dallas, Texas. And while we took the assessment years ago, just recently, for whatever reason, we've been more focused on it. And I have been quoted as saying for 27 plus years, coaching is a two-step process. Number one, it's getting someone to look in the mirror. Number two, it's getting them to take action on what they see in number one, yet very few people do number one arbitrarily on their own. So recently, we've been doing more EQI assessments. Now, if you have not checked out MHS, we'll put a link in that you can download uh, underneath this podcast episode, download a link to my actual results. And it's really interesting the way MHS does it. Multi-Health Systems does a fantastic job. It's highly accurate. And I would say between about three or four companies, we've done about 200 assessments. Not once have we had a person say, this is inaccurate. Could I redo it? It's not what I thought it was going to be. 99% of the time, people have made comments such as, yeah, this is pretty much me, even when the scores were low. Now, a low score does not mean a bad score. A high score doesn't necessarily mean uh, a great score, Essentially, what it means is that you're using those emotions. So one of my low scores was empathy. I'm not an empathetic person. I struggle with empathy. And when I got certified, you know, Ed and I would have these great conversations, and I started to practice empathy. I started to think about things that would demonstrate more empathy. And yes, it was uncomfortable. It was weird. It was different. And here's something that's really funny about it. I didn't see the pandemic coming. I'm sure nobody did. And all of a sudden, I started to notice a difference in my relationships. I started to notice a difference in the way I treated people. I started to notice a difference in their response. At the forefront of change is first looking in the mirror. Let me give you a rough example of where at the foundation of coaching, talent development, retention, employee turnover, whatever the topic is, number one, people have to look in the mirror. Let me add a little humor for context. If I go up to an employee and say, Bob, you've got a really crappy attitude, Bob's not going to turn around and say, you know what, Tim, you're right. I am a son of a... He's going to be negative. He's going to push back. And when people push back, what they're really pushing away is the mirror that we're trying to hold up. Now, That also prompts us to think about how do we hold up that mirror? How do we hold up that mirror so someone's willing to look at it? Now, if you shove it in someone's face, they're going to shove it right back at you. 
So we have to become very skilled at conversations and we have to become skilled at coaching. You know, the other day we were leading a session and I had a leader say to me, well, I tried these things and they didn't work. And I said, boy, you said that really abruptly. I said, have you given up? Well, I don't know what to do next. And I said, well, first of all, I'm going to have you do something weird. And we're in front of a group. I said, permission to do this in front of the group. And he said, sure. I said, take a big, deep breath. He said, okay. So take another deep breath. He said, okay. I said, I know this is weird. Please play along. One more. And he did. And I said, tell me again what the challenge is. And all of a sudden he said, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just not working for me. And he sounded totally different. So I put a group chat in. I said, how does he sound different? Everyone said, more thoughtful, more professional. And I said, do you hear that in yourself? And he said, yeah, a little bit. You, you kind of calmed me down. I said, now, with that being said, let me just share this with you. Your approach is also critical. You're using the questions. And I would imagine, and maybe I'm wondering out loud unfairly to you, that maybe you sound abrupt. He said, you know, I, I, I might. And he was completely different. Now, will old habits come into play? Of course they will. Yet it was so cool. I said, see, when we hold up the mirror, you have people on your team, in your company, that don't even own mirrors. They get mirrors at gifts. They give them back. They don't want to look at themselves. It's hard. Some of us don't like the way we even look physically, more or less mentally or psychologically. And so when you are coaching someone, we have to have conversations. Our approach, how we coach, will dictate how they react. Now, my suggestion is always to hold up the mirror in a very thoughtful, plausible, professional, sensitive, empathetic manner. Not easy to do. Yet the key to anything, the key to anything, being a good teammate, becoming motivated, Converting a negative attitude into a positive one always comes back to the mirror. So how do we hold up that mirror? Ask for permission. Bob, would you mind if I shared with you a couple thoughts where I think you have an awesome opportunity to raise your game? Notice I did not say constructive feedback. I am on a mission to remove those words from people's mouths. Not because they're bad words, yet they trigger someone. So when you say to someone, John... Would you mind if I gave you some constructive feedback? They don't say, oh, goody, here it comes. They tighten up. They brace for the fight. They are already convinced you are 100% wrong. And you could even tell them they're good looking. So part of coaching is, how do I hold up that mirror? When do I hold it up this high? When do I really put it at eye level so they can truly see themselves? It requires questions. Permission, would you mind if I shared? It requires positive language such as opportunity to raise your game. Doesn't that sound better than constructive feedback? So when we're coaching, bring people back to the mirror. And the minute they acknowledge, yeah, you know what? I can do those things. Yeah, I know my negative attitude can creep up every once in a while. I really apologize. You reward it, you hug it, you nurture it, you kiss it. You do whatever you can to celebrate that. 
Because when you celebrate self-honesty, they will start purchasing more mirrors. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.